0: In Alabama Ag and Review for the week of November 7th, we had a look at what's going on on the Hill right now. Well, farm policy recommendations were not delivered to the Deficit Reduction Supercommittee this week as planned, but expectations are that $23 billion in farm bill reductions can be found and a final agreement will be reached in ag program budget cuts. House Ag ranking member Colin Peterson says a lot of the bill is done with the commodity title being the major hangup.
1: To some extent, it's hung up because of the interaction of these programs with crop insurance and uh, one of the things we agreed on early on was that there were going to be no cuts to crop insurance and whatever we ended up doing wouldn't undermine crop insurance
0: peterson says regional differences are a remaining challenge in the commodity title as well as what he terms as an entitlement mentality
1: i want to make sure cotton has got an effective safety net i want to make sure peanuts and rice have an effective safety net, as well, as well as wheat and barley and oats and corn and soybeans. That's the goal. Not, cotton's got this much of money now, therefore they should always have that much money. That, that's not the way we should look at things.
0: However, Peterson does believe the Ag Committee leaders can get something done, and he says the deadline for doing so probably isn't as soon as they originally thought, given that the Super Committee is behind schedule as well.
1: If we get a scored agreed to bill to them by the 23rd. Every indication I get from the super committee is that they'll take
0: it. And with Livestock News, Randall Weissman had this.
2: Because of the drought conditions this year in the south, livestock producers are very aware that hay is a precious commodity. And looking at the numbers, nationally, alfalfa production is down 5% from last year, while other hay production is down 14%, the lowest in 18 years. As a matter of fact, hay production in the southern plains alone is the lowest in 55 years. Thus, USDA livestock analyst Cheryl Shagum says it all adds up to high hay prices. But on the other hand, you know, there's hay up north. But what's happening is producers normally collect that hay to overwinter their animals. You have very strong demand from the southern part of the U.S. It doesn't magically transport itself from the northern tier to the southern tier. You have transportation costs to bring a truck full of hay from the northern tier to the southern tier. In September, prices averaged $176 a ton nationally, which is $64 more than last year, and thus many producers are liquidating herds before winter sets in. There also have been requests from producers in Texas and other states looking for pastures to lease for a large number of cattle due to the drought in those areas.
0: And we'll wrap up for this week with Everett Greiner. I know one in his
3: right mind can deny that Illegal immigration is hurting this country. It needs to be fixed, but not necessarily like individual states are doing it. Anyone who knows agriculture knows that migrant labor is as essential to growing and harvesting a crop as seed and fertilizer. Now, you might grow it, but fruit and vegetable crops will not be harvested without migrant workers. State laws passed in a couple of states this year threatens a vast industry of growing these crops. I saw with my own eyes hundreds of acres of vegetables rot in the fields this year because of those laws. If they can't harvest them, farmers are not going to plant them. What then? Well, squash, tomatoes, bean prices will go as high as gasoline. Import it. Uh Uh-uh. Grow your own? Well, some can, most can't. I know. Quit eating.